Chapter 2. The Codependent Personality Your risk for entering a codependent relationship can be predicted by your personality and your overall level of self-esteem. In general, those with low self-esteem tend to look toward the thoughts and feelings of others to dictate their self-worth. If someone else feels upset or angry with you, it may make you feel worthless or unhappy, and these feelings are usually unwarranted. To try and make yourself feel better, it becomes your mission to make this other person feel better. This is dysfunctional at best and becomes the seed for a codependent relationship. Ask yourself these questions to find out if this may be you. Do you always put the needs of others before your own? Do the moods and attitudes of others heavily dictate your own? Do you have a hard time making decisions on your own? Do you repress feelings or have trouble communicating them to avoid conflict? These are just a few examples, but the basic idea is that people with low self-esteem live their lives with others in mind. They do not want to put anybody out because of their needs. They do not want others to make a fuss to do things for them because it makes them feel guilty and selfish. On the other side of the equation, you may be the user in the codependent relationship. A person in this situation tends to be jealous, clingy, and makes their partner feel guilty for not hanging out with them. Again, this comes back to low self-esteem. If your self-worth is dependent on the commitment of another person, not getting your way can cause the worst in you to come out. Ask yourself these questions to find out if this may be you. Do you feel jealous when your friend or loved one hangs out with other friends? Do you try to guilt or incentivize your loved one to spend more time with you? For example, buying expensive gifts or getting upset when they try to leave the house. Are you unable to find happiness in others besides your partner? There is such a thing as a codependent personality disorder or relationship addiction. Just like substance abuse or addiction such as alcoholism, it is possible to be addicted to interaction with people in an intimate way. Plenty of people stay in dysfunctional relationships long-term as this feels better to them than being alone. People make it their life's work to maintain a relationship in any way they can. This usually involves manipulation in order to keep things going. As tensions continue to build, these relationships tend to become more and more volatile, even violent and abusive in nature. For the addict, the ability to show that they have been in a long-term relationship is worth more than the health of that bond. While most people draw the line way before the physical or emotional abuse, lots of couples stay together for the ease it provides. Especially when there are assets like houses, cars, and children involved. Sometimes it makes it easier to stick with the easy route and muddle through a relationship than it is to end it. Often, we hear of parents that stay together for their kids. The parents become emotionally turned off and cease to make their feelings heard for fear of rocking the boat. Raising children is difficult enough with both parents present, and it seems that the thought of being a single parent is deterrent enough to stick with a relationship. Again, this is due to overall lack of self-esteem. If people felt they had what it takes to raise their children on their own and find greater happiness, they would. The fact that they stay put shows that they don't trust their own skills and instincts enough to make moves. 
anybody can become codependent in a relationship. But those who were emotionally or physically abused in the past are more prone to it. Since these habits usually develop early on, it is often how a person interacted with their parents and close family during childhood that dictates their personality and risk of codependency later in life. A child quickly learns to define themselves through the fulfillment of their parents. When a parent is unhappy and does not invest themselves in the life of the child, the child often feels they are to blame. A common example would be that of an absent parent. For the life of them, the kid cannot come to terms with why their mother or father does not want to be with them. Are they not good enough? They must have done something wrong. This way of thinking is deeply embedded and changes the course of their relationships for the rest of their lives.